You are listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast, where we take a closer look at each session and prepare you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. Hey, Drew Dixon, editor of Explore the Bible Students, back with you for a look at session four. This is the podcast where we unpack a little bit of our our leader guide and help you navigate it so that you can point students to Jesus and lead them through this week's lesson in Explore the Bible Students. So this is our study on... Uh, Colossians, Philippians, and Philemon. We find ourselves in Philippians 3, 8 through 21. This is session four. It's called Truly Righteous. And our central truth is knowing Jesus means trusting and growing in his righteousness. This is probably my favorite passage in the book of Philippians. Um, I love what, what, what Paul says here. He says, I consider everything, everything to be loss." and view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. Because of him, I've suffered the loss of all things and count them as dung. Poop, <laughs> right? So that I might gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but one that comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God based on faith. He says, my goal is to know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of the sufferings and being conformed to his death, assuming that I will somehow reach the resurrection from among the dead. So it would be helpful if you read Philippians 3, 1 through 7, because that gives you some context of why Paul is speaking or writing rather so passionately. And the reason was because there were some false teachers in in Philippi, they were presenting this idea that like you had to be circumcised in order to be in right standing with God, to be like right before God, and you know to be on the inside with God, to be on God's good side. You had to you had to do these certain things, like keep these certain rituals and food laws, and perhaps and different various. It was kind of like a like a mix of Judaism and Christianity, or or, or a false. I mean, because let's be clear, like. Jews prior to, to, to this didn't necessarily, didn't necessarily believe in the salvation by works. Um, that's a distortion of the Old Testament. The Old Testament does not teach salvation by works. Um, so that's a distortion of the Old Testament. But there were certain Jews, Pharisees, those, those types that kind of presented um, their view of what it means to, to follow God what it, in a way that lended itself towards abuse in this idea of like salvation by doing certain things, like getting on God's good side by jumping through certain hoops and doing certain things. So what Paul does in Philippians 1 through 7, 3, 1 through 7 is goes through this list of like his background, his accomplishments, his fervent uh, persecution of the church, all these things that he did to try and earn God's favor and to get on God's good side and, you know, um, like things that he thought he was doing that were right. And he has this whole list. And basically what Paul's saying, like, if anybody could earn God's favor, earn God's love through their having the right background, the right ancestry, the right um, upbringing, the right accomplishments and efforts and passions and, you know, and, and investments, that's me. <laughs> I did everything right. But he says... All those accomplishments, I now see them as loss. He says, they didn't actually make me righteous. They didn't actually get me towards God. Um, And this is really, like, this is really, really good news for us. Because, and really, really good news for your students. I want you to camp out here and talk about this with your students. Because um, righteousness doesn't come from the law. It doesn't come from what we do. It doesn't come from our past accomplishments or background or pedigree. 
Question two in the leader guide says this, what did Paul see his background and his past, past accomplishments to be? According to the end of verse eight, he says that they're dung, right? They're dung, D-U-N-G, dung. They're, they're refuse, they're, they're poop, they're trash. Like they didn't get him close to God. And so this is good news for us because it says like your background, your past, your student's background, your student's past, your student's accomplishments or lack of accomplishments, like it doesn't matter. None of that gets us closer to God. So you have some students in your group who like think they've got it going on because, hey, they come to church every week. They, they've they gone on some short-term mission trips. They've like, um, you know, they're there every time the doors are open. They, they come to the prayer meetings. They, you know, whatever your church does, they're there, they're involved, they're engaged. Um, they may be even active at their schools in terms of like living out the gospel and things like, uh, or like, um, you know, telling people about Jesus. Listen, those acts are wonderful. And we should encourage students who are doing all those things to keep doing all those things and, and stress how important those are to help us grow. Um, but those things don't actually make God love us anymore. Like his love for us is secure in the gospel and he loves us because he chooses to love us, because he wants to love us, not because we've earned it or done enough to impress him. Paul realized all the things he was trying to do to earn God's favor and to earn God's good, you know, earn good standing with God didn't do it for him. You know what did? Faith in the risen Jesus, trusting in Jesus's life death, and resurrection. And that's the same for your students. Um, so you may have some students, I talked about that first group that thinks they've got it all going on. You have some students that may be new to your church, may have just started visiting, may have come with a friend, but they think, man, there's no way God can love me because of how much I've messed up. Um, I've done a lot of things that like I shouldn't have done. I've lived a pretty selfish life. Like um, I've made a lot of mistakes. Like, I'm pretty broken. God can't love me because I'm such a bad person. Um, I mean, Paul was putting Christians to death and God made him, met him uh, on the road to Damascus and radically changed his world. So if you have students that think they're too far gone, help them to see that, man, Jesus died for them, right? Jesus offers them new life. He wants to change their hope, their purpose, their focus. That's really good news. Thanks for your time. We'll see you again next week for our, our look at session five. Thank you for listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast, where we equip you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, or Spotify. You can also find the podcast on ministrygrid.com.